Welcome to Taiwan Talk. This is Grace Carroll. This week, we're going to talk about feminism in Taiwan. When did gender consciousness evolve in Taiwanese society? What's happening today? What are the biggest issues that Taiwanese women face, and how are activists and organizations taking them on? To start, I spoke with Professor Doris Chang, author of Women's Movements in 20th Century Taiwan, about the history and evolution of women's rights movements. Basically, at the very beginning, in the late 1800s, where Taiwan Presbyterian Church at that time was started by Christian missionaries from Canada, and they started a new emphasis on giving girls education. Okay, and so from there it evolved into something more secular. By the 1920s, it was influenced by the movements in both China and Japan because Japan actually ruled Taiwan from 1895 to 1945. Okay, so in the 1920s there was. The period of Taisho democracy in Japan was when Japan had a democratic experiment, and that uh, affected the civil society. So, some feminists in Japan started a feminist movement, and some of the Taiwanese intellectuals then went to Japan to study. Both men and women went to study, and they were also influenced by feminism in Japan to some extent. And so, basically, in the period of the 1920s was a period, as I said, of democratic experiment in Japan, and that affected the civil society both in Japan and in, in colonial Taiwan. At that period of time, Taiwanese, both left-wing Marxists and also more liberal-leaning moderate feminism in Taiwan, started. But it did not last very long because by 1931, there was a rise of a military government in Japan and really cracked down on any kind of autonomous women's movements in both colonial Taiwan and also Japan itself. And so it was not until the 1970s after World War II, after Taiwan came under the influence and the rule of Chinese nationalist government, that feminist movement began to sprung up again in the 1970s. And that was started by Annette Lu. Lu Xiolian is her Chinese name, and she was she started out as a pioneer feminist in Taiwan. She started a feminist movement in the 1970s after studying in the United States, and then she brought back feminism from the United States back to Taiwan to awaken women's gender consciousness in the 1970s. And she ran into some challenges because at that time Taiwan was still under martial law. In the 1970s, as I say, it was not until the 1990s that more feminist organizations began to sprung sprung up. Especially after the lifting of martial law in 1987, a lot more non-governmental feminist organizations, independent of the government, began to sprung up, and they became more single-issued. And many different feminist organizations that are NGOs, non-governmental organizations, began to sprung up. After 1987, and especially since the 90s, when Taiwan became a new democracy, Taipei is home to over 30 such organizations, like the Garden of Hope Foundation, which runs shelters for women and girls fleeing domestic violence, abuse, and exploitation. 
My name is Anthony Carlyle, and I'm the supervisor for international affairs at the Garden of Hope in Taiwan. What are the biggest issues that are facing Taiwanese women? Well, domestic violence, of course, is still the biggest issue, and that uh, forces especially women from disadvantaged backgrounds or new migrant women in Taiwan, where they have nowhere else to go. They don't have the resources to be able to leave that violent environment. They need shelter. The Garden of Hope began in 1988, after the lifting of martial law in Taiwan. In the last 30 years of operation, they've seen some pretty landmark legislative victories. Yeah, there are several important laws, as well as the prevention of uh, child prostitution, which has now changed to the Act to Prevent Sexual Exploitation of Adolescents and Children. So that encompasses other abuses that maybe don't involve a financial transaction, for example, online pornography or something like that. And then there's also the Gender Equality in Education Act, and that requires schools to have uh, gender equality councils. And if there's a, an issue of sexual abuse on, on campus or sexual harassment or bullying on campus, then they have, have to have a committee that deals with that. And then you also have the Gender Equality and Employment Act, and that does uh, similar things to protect women and men as well against gender inequality in the workplace. And then we have, as I mentioned before, the Prevention of uh, Domestic Violence Act, which is also an important act that, that requires local counties and cities to set up shelters, and it also has other protections for... It requires a system of protection orders, and it has other protection for, for survivors. Today, the Garden of Hope Foundation is still pressing the Taiwanese government to better protect its women and girls. Uh, yeah, compared to other countries in Asia, for example, in Japan or Korea or let alone Malaysia or places like that, then yes, Taiwan has a pretty good record. Taiwan has signed up to CEDAW. That's the Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Discrimination Against Women. And that's the UN Convention for Women's Human Rights. So despite the fact that Taiwan is not a member of the UN, it's still signed on to these conventions and made them part of domestic law. And so they go through the same process that other signatures to um, CEDAW go through. And they have these uh, regular rev reviews. And actually, the, the Taiwan Review is coming up next month. A panel of uh, international experts will come to Taiwan and give the, the government some guidelines on where they can improve. And they do listen. It, it takes time, of course, but the, the, the Taiwanese government, they are open at least to to reforming the laws where they're not working properly. On the other hand, Taiwanese, for example, in schools, Taiwanese girls perform very well, better than better than boys, all the way up to, to college, although there's still a gap when it comes to the, the STEM subjects, science and technology, engineering, mathematics. So there's a big gap between girls and boys there. And then um, after childhood in the, in the workplace, again, um, entry at entry level, it's Taiwan's pretty equal. It's 50-50. But then when women get to their 30s and 40s and get to higher management levels and start having children, then there's a, there's a serious lack of childcare in Taiwan. And many companies in Taiwan will discriminate against mothers or they won't hire women who've just got married or women who have very young children and so on. So there's still areas where we need to, we need to work harder. Along with organizations like the Garden of Hope, Taiwan is also seeing a rise in grassroots feminist movements pushing for more social awareness about gender inequality. This is Crystal Liu, 
artist, advocate, and one of the organizers of Taiwan's Women's March. We just had our march in 2018 in March, and so this year our theme is to fight the indivisible, fight the indivisible discrimination, and march for equality. So we feel like there's a lot of gender inequality in Taiwan that is so prevalent that people just don't notice or don't talk about it. You know, it's like the daily, you know, microaggression that women face. And we also meet a lot of women and girls that will come up to us and say that, "Oh, I have been, you know, sexually assaulted." Like so many girls, even women that are in college, they say that oh, this professor have touched like a lot of female students, and even though they don't like it, they'll just accept it because they're afraid that they would fail a class. So things like that still happen. So what we want to do is to really like show people that oh, even though that. You know, a lot of women are afraid to speak up, but there is still like sexual assault, sexual harassment, and gender inequality is still there. Even though, compared to other Asian countries, we're probably more progressive, but there's still a lot that we have to do and we can do together. One of the biggest goals of the Taiwan Women's March is to give young feminists like Crystal a platform to speak out. I think when I was in the states, I have a lot of friends that are super supportive of women's rights. That are have a lot of friends that are feminists, and I think everyone, most people that I know, aren't afraid to speak up. And they feel like there is a need to speak up for women's rights and human rights and other issues that they think are important. But I feel in, like in Taiwan, most people feel like the environment doesn't support people that are more vocal about women's issues, women's rights, or human rights because it is something that is. You know, more political, or it is something that you know people would have like a preset stereotype.、Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I think it's so important to do what we do and to just spread, just try to raise awareness that you know you can be who you want to be and and support the causes that you care about. That's it for this week's Taiwan Talk. I'm Grace Carroll. Thank you for listening.